I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Two-thirds of Americans are at risk to experience a blackout. Are you ready to protect your family? You could be with the Patriot Power Solar Generator 2000X. This new solar generator has double the capacity and is expandable so you can run the big appliances like your fridge even longer. Best of all, this new solar generator is fume-free, safe to use inside, and never needs gas ever. Over 150,000 Americans trust Patriot Power Generators. Go to 4patriots.com Lisa to get your solar generator now. You'll even get a solar panel included free. Go to 4patriots.com Lisa. When you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about your out-of-pocket costs. That can be a lot of money. But are your bills accurate? It's estimated over 50% of medical bills contain errors. HealthLock can help. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. To save, visit HealthLock.com today. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen canceled. After five very successful seasons on the hit reality show, The Real Housewives of Orange County, Kelly Dodd was fired from the show for being a conservative. She didn't follow the COVID narrative set by the left, and she voiced her thoughts on social media. Bravo didn't like it. She was also seen wearing a Drunk Wives Matter hat. You heard me right, a Drunk Wives Matter hat, obviously a play on, on Black Lives Matter. But it's hilarious, right? It's a joke. Isn't she allowed to have an opinion? I guess not if you're the Real Housewives. I guess not if you're Bravo. Everyone has to be a liberal, or I guess those are the only views you're you're allowed to espouse on that network. But we're seeing that across the board, aren't we? Every award show, the NFL, every commercial we watch, even children's book. I mean, Disney, for God's sake, everything's woke. We get the leftist agenda shoved down our throats every single day of our lives. So I'm going to talk to her about this and her husband, Rick Leventhal, who a lot of you guys know is a former senior correspondent for Fox News. The guy's been to, you know, war zones nearly a dozen times. So I'm going to get their insight on her firing, sort of this woke change that we're seeing in the country, particularly the entertainment industry. So buckle up for an interesting conversation. For this next episode, we've got Kelly Leventhal. You might know her as Kelly Dodd from The Real Housewives of Orange County. And then also Rick Leventhal, my former colleague at uh, Fox News. Hey, guys. Thanks for joining the show. Hey, Lisa. Hey, Lisa. Thanks for having us. 
You know, so Kelly, I am a big fan of the Real Housewives. I, I love kind of taking a break from the news sometimes and just like turning it on at night. I find it so interesting. How did you end up getting on the show? Um, I uh, I would think it was season 10. I had, I was friends with like Lynn Curtin and uh, Lori Peterson. I, you know, I was friends with a, a lot of the old housewives, the first generation. I knew Tammy Knickerbocker. I, I knew um, Vicky through my friend Roxanne, our facialist. And they came to me when I was going through a divorce with um, my second husband, Michael, and I was engaged to another guy. And I know it sounds weird. No, no one knows about this. And um, Rick, it's only you. Well, it's, well, it's, well yeah. yeah, you, you found yeah. him at last. So it's all good. I know. Yeah, I say the, uh, the best for last. Me too. And so, <laughs> there you go. And, so anyway, uh, he, they came to me and I went through the whole process of trying out and they came to my house. They did the last interview. They told me that I got the position. My ex-husband said they don't, they didn't want me to film with my daughter. So they didn't want me and they wanted uh, Lydia. Believe that season 10, I believe. Then I came back to my ex-husband, someone tipped off production, uh, Evolution, and they said, would you like to try out a second time? And I was like, yeah, sure, why not? And so I tried out the second time. Uh, I was building a house on the beach and uh, my mom moved in with me. My mom has always lived with me um, since I'd moved from San Francisco to Orange County in 2011. And they liked the whole dynamic of my mom and my brother and having this big, huge house on the beach and, you know, married to a former CEO of LeapFog, Kids Educational Toys, and my daughter, and uh, they hired me. So I got the position. So, Rick, were you... Did you do the last season? I thought I, I swear, I thought I read something that you weren't, but then I swear to God, I remember seeing you. It was uh, toward the end of my career at Fox News, and, and they reluctantly agreed to let me film, uh, I think it was eight, a maximum of eight episodes. And it was a short season to begin with. So I was in, uh, I don't know, eight of the 12 episodes, but not in the reunion. I guess they may have mentioned us, but I would appear for here and there, you know, for a short time. But it was a weird season because they were filming. We, we filmed a lot of it on our cell phones because of COVID. So, yeah, the, when Rick was on with me, we had a self-film. They shut down production. You know, everything was locked down, shut down. And it wasn't a great season because everything was locked down. Like, everything was shut down, locked down. But you still got far better ratings than the current season did after they let you go. Yeah. If I could point that out. <laughs> And Rick, you know, you've covered war zones. You worked in the news for a long time. What were you sort of thinking as sort of COVID was hitting? You know, I, I, I was covering it. I was still in New York City at the time when, when the pandemic hit and all the shutdowns. And um, fortunately for me, Kelly was was with me when it happened and, and had trouble getting back to California. So she wound up staying with me for weeks at a time, almost solid for three months. And we actually took advantage of, of the situation by going out into the city and, and walking the streets and, and using city bikes and riding all over the place. We, you know, we, we explored all the neighborhoods and, and both of us were really upset about what was happening around us. Uh, I, you know, it was, was kind of hard for me to cover the story and, and not inject my personal feelings, but you know, Kelly didn't have those same restrictions. So 
Um, she was kind of voicing what I was feeling, which is that the whole thing was overblown, that the lockdowns didn't work, that the mask mandates and the, the social distancing. I mean, come on, it was ridiculous and it hurt people. And giving people government checks so they wouldn't have to go to work um, was people were making more money not going to work than they would have made if they if they kept their jobs for a while, at least. And um, so there was no incentive to go back to work for a lot of people. And it was frustrating for me to see everything shut down and everything, uh, people suffering and, and kids not going to school. And Kelly felt the same way. And, and, you know, I think. I voiced it, though. I was a little bit louder. I wasn't scared. I mean, everybody was in their house. It was like people were washing their vegetables in the dishwasher. And it seemed like it was like the end of the world, that we were going to get this disease and everyone was going to just drop dead. That's what people thought. And I was like, no, it's the flu. I said that on the show. People got mad. They said I was insensitive, uh, that, you know, I said wearing the mask, it doesn't work. The, the, the vaccine, you want to go get a vaccine, go get a vaccine, but you could still get COVID getting the vaccine. People didn't like that. Uh, there was a lot of people, and I think it was mostly like the far left, were... They were upset. They were angry with you. And, and I think Kelly was saying what a lot of people were thinking, but were too scared to say themselves. And I think Kelly got in trouble with Bravo. One of the reasons she, was, uh, she wasn't offered another contract is because she was so bold and kept it so real during a very fragile time where uh, people weren't supposed to speak out. People were getting censored. Uh, and censured and, and, you know, kicked off of social media platforms for, for speaking their minds and for sharing information that, that might go against what the government was telling everyone. And they were saying you're spreading misinformation. So I I don't know, you know, you have a freedom of speech. Who's to say what information is correct and what information is wrong? I, I, I don't well, get well, it. I think that what you were saying was, was on, on the mark. Right. And to Kelly, to your to your point, you know, there is such a thing as freedom of speech, but ultimately Bravo ended up letting you go. Why do you think they let you go? Um, I Well, you know, I, I think they let me go because I said a lot of things that upset some people. You know, I was I was frustrated and I was angry with the lockdowns and the mask. And, you know, I was really upset about my daughter not going to school. Like I, I, these kids <laughs> almost went through two years of not learning and we're behind. Like it's Absolutely. You know, businesses are being closed, shut down. Uh, people weren't, you know, able to make an income. Uh, you know, it's, it's really was starting to make me mad. And, and people are getting those government checks, like Rick said, and so many, um, so many family-owned stores and bars and restaurants had to close. It was, I was just upset about the whole thing and afraid to say it. And I think, you know, I was given a Drunk Wives Matter hat at my wedding shower, and I wore it for 30 seconds for pictures. Just like I posted it, it was a gag gift. You know, it was a play on words. I was getting married, and I didn't buy it. I never wore it again. Meanwhile, the movement, I was accused of mocking the movement. You know, Bravo called me and said, you're mocking the movement when they put so much effort and um, commercials on the BLM, and and uh, I got all kinds of trouble. And, you know, the, the BLM, they spent tens of millions of donations they received from some of their leaders, you know, they spent millions of on their money, on their homes, for themselves and their families, and they paid each other, for, you know, from the funds, allegedly. allegedly. <laughs> you know, some big corporations stopped donating. Uh, they're under investigation. And, you know, and I'm the one who got in trouble and called so, a racist. It wasn't just about that, though. And, you know, it was, it was about you saying a lot of things that upset a lot of people at a time when you weren't 
you know, no one was being allowed to say anything. And, and you know, you were you weren't holding back. Right. You know, and, and I, I caused them a lot of grief. I caused them a lot of trouble. They worked overtime. Probably you know, did. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I take responsibility for the things I said. You know, I was angry and frustrated and lots of people spoke out and I got censored and punished for it. You know, most of everybody on my show kept quiet. They didn't want to get in trouble. Quick break. Back with Rick and Kelly on the other side. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Two-thirds of Americans are at risk to experience a blackout. You could be one of them. Sitting in the dark and cold for hours, for days, maybe even weeks. Are you ready to protect your family? You could be. With the Patriot Power Solar Generator 2000X, folks say this new solar generator from Four Patriots is worth its weight in gold. Why? Because this generator has double the capacity and is expandable so you can run the big appliances like your fridge even longer. Or other devices like an electric blanket, microwave, RV air conditioner, or even an electric wheelchair. You also get 12 outlets, including four AC outlets so you can power more devices at once. And two USB-C outlets, which can charge your phone 20 times faster than a regular plug. Best of all, this new solar generator is fume-free, safe to use inside, and never needs gas ever. Over 150,000 Americans trust Patriot Power Generators. Go to 4Patriots.com slash Lisa to get your solar generator now. You'll even get a solar panel included free. Go to 4Patriots.com slash Lisa. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. I saw you say, uh, I think it was uh, on Instagram, it was like a back and forth with a fan and you said you're fired because I'm conservative. You know, I think that's, I think that's, uh, I think that's probably a lot of it. I mean, I, I think there's, a, I think there's a lot of, uh, you know, I cause a lot of headaches, you know, you did the politics factory. I, I think so, but a lot of people think so, you know, I mean, I don't know, but just for the record, the ratings were a lot better last season when I was on the show, you know, they, they said that there was a boycott, um, you know, uh, that there was a boycott against me and uh, people started to turn off because they got the well, word. Well, they, they said that, but they but it clearly there was there was no effective boycott last season. There, there was no, it was a bunch of nonsense from a very small, loud minority. And, and none of these things I said, I got punished, you know, sixteen thousand dollars I got punished for um, were never on the show. 
it was just me venting off camera on social media. But I get it. I was too real, you know. Yeah, but isn't that the point? And and how many conservatives do you think are on the different franchises? I mean, how many housewives do you think are are conservative? I think I think a lot of people. Oh, on the franchises. I mean, yeah. Uh, Orange County. Orange County is without naming names. Without naming names, Orange County is very Unless you very want to. conservative. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> very very. No, they're scared. They're so they're scared to death. I mean. You know, uh, they don't want to talk about it. They don't want to, because once you talk about it, you lose half your fan base. So they're not stupid. They don't want to lose half their fan base. They, and it's not, you cannot, it's not the real housewives anymore. And I think a lot of my conservatives, I have a, you know, a pretty big fan base, bigger than Gina and, uh, and, and Emily. And, you know, they, they fired me. And so I think a lot of the, the conservatives were turned off by Bravo. You know, they don't want to watch. They want, like you said, I'm, you know, I work in the news. I watch the news. I want mindless, fun TV where I don't have to watch politics. And I think Bravo brought politics in there. And I think it's turned off a lot of people. And well, the ratings for New York took a nosedive and the ratings for Orange County were the worst in the history of that franchise this past season. And, the, and they, they bumped up a little bit at the last of the, the final uh, finale. But it was still a million less than ours. And I mean, you got to understand. Not we, a million, a hundred thousand. Yeah, yeah. But you have to understand when we were on, we, there was the, the, the riots, the Capitol riots were going on. The presidential thing was going on. Uh, you know, there was a lot of viewership going towards the news. Yeah, the the ratings last season—it was remarkable, really—that that year last season the ratings were over a million almost every single week, and the ratings for TV news were at an all-time high because it was during the run-up to the election between uh, President, former President Trump and and President Biden. It was a run-up to the election, so so the TV news—I'm sure you remember, Lisa—the ratings for the news during that stretch of October and November was like ten, twelve, sixteen million a night between CNN, MS, and Fox. And and Bravo still with the Orange County was still getting over a million viewers every week. It was remarkable considering the competition. And this season they didn't have that competition. And they were they were down into the seven hundreds. They had five of the lowest rated shows in the history of the franchise. It was it was pathetic. And Kelly wasn't there. And I think a lot of viewers missed her, missed her realness, missed her um, willingness to speak her mind. And so what 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 made her so popular also I think got her wound up kicked off the show. And, and Kelly, you look at someone like Andy Cohen. So, you know, I watch Bravo. I'll watch what happens live afterwards. Sometimes he's clearly like a raging liberal. So, I mean, how much do you think he projects his own views on the network and the different Real Housewives franchises? Oh, I think he p- totally uh, pushes his forces, his agenda on people. And that's why on my reunion, when I got in, into him, like into a, a, an argument with them, I said, people, de- he's like, Oh, people call you uneducated. They say that you're mis- you, you spread, spreading misinformation, you know, this and this. I mean, clearly putting his political views on me. And I said, that's funny because I get tons of DMs where people don't want to see a political show. You know, they, you're constantly shoving your viewpoints down people's throats. And that's not what Bravo is. is it's not a TV. It's not CNN. It's not MSNBC. It is to watch mindless, fun 
TV, not in, not to get into politics. And I said that, and I got fired. I, that was right, one of the reasons I got fired. Well, that, that was Kelly in a nutshell. She wasn't afraid to speak her mind, even on camera to the the you know the de facto boss of of the whole franchise, the whole network. Like, I mean, he's not, but he is. You know, mm-hmm. he's the face and the name, and and she stood but up. But he's to the him. executive producer, so he he but, calls. He can call the shots too. In my opinion, there's there's room for that on the show. They need Kelly. They need people like Kelly. They need that spirit and that realness and that you know ability to 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 be true and stand up to others and and, and make some entertaining TV. And it was it was bland and sucked this year because. Because Kelly wasn't there, and everyone was kissing uh, one particular housewife's butt, and 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 not um, not being truthful. The thing of it is, is that these ladies need this job. They get paid handsomely for working part time. They thought that Heather DeBro was going to come back and save the show. They couldn't be true and real to themselves, and hence that's why the show sucked this year. I mean, it's just point blank. It, 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 I I mean, everybody that I talked to. You know, I have 784,000 uh, followers on Instagram, and then 200 and something, like 230,000, so a total of a million followers. I, I get constantly, like, I'm so sick of Bravo, putting their politics involved. You know, this is not what we're watching for. But, you know, I, I am grateful for the time I had on the show. You know, it was an amazing experience. I made great friends. I made great money at the time. But I'm also focusing on the future. Kelly, do you know of anyone um, on one of the or any of the housewives who maybe said left winning things or, you know, have posted about liberal ideology? Have any of them gotten in trouble with Bravo for any of the things that they have publicly said if it's left leaning? No, look at Lisa Rinna. Look at Lisa Rinna. I mean, she went all balls to the wall. Dorinda Medley. Bronwyn did that. Bronwyn did that. She never got in trouble. She was all about the left they never got charged anything no because they were posting about they were following the the lead they were they were following the agenda at the time you know dorinda medley all she does is she talks about uh politics she gets a freaking serious xm radio show on 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 uh on uh, radio andy she I mean, did get let go from new york but i think that was for she other did, reasons. But that was for other reasons but yeah. he he rewarded her by giving her a slot on serious xm radio andy mm-hmm. now because she is so far left you think for one second that he has one, uh, and I, I don't call myself a, a, a I, I call myself a libertarian because, you know, I'm fiscally conservative and I'm, you know, I'm socially liberal. So, you know, I believe in a handout, you know, I believe that we should help old people. I believe we should pay our taxes, but I believe, you know, fairness, flat taxes. I believe in if you work hard, you get rewarded for your work, you know. I don't believe giving all your money to the government and having them tell you how to live your life. I, these left people, far left woke, they do. I, I don't believe in that. And it seems like there is not even one moderate on Sirius XM Radio Andy. I mean, I listen to these people and they're like, you know, this is Michelle Collins show. She's like, yeah, you know, I believe in free speech, but I don't believe that you should say this. It's like it's like hypocrisy on so many levels, and it's like it's hard to listen to. And it's like, isn't that discrimination? Is that discrimination that you you're not allowed to 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 have a difference of opinion? I mean, isn't that what we have? Is that what we live in America? I, it, it just it just boggles my mind. Can I just say that I thought the drunk wives matter hat was funny. It was a play on words. It was just funny. And it made me laugh. And they love to 
They love to they love to use these buzzwords. They love to say I'm racist. I am Mexican. I am uh, my full Mexican. I'm 30% Native American. I have I've shown all my 23 and me, you know, and it's like I'm the minority here. And, you know, I was. Yeah, was you're a rainbow. I, you're I, a walking I, rainbow. I'm a walking rainbow. And for people, and it's mostly white woke kids that are saying that yeah. I'm, uh, I'm racist. It's yeah. like it's and it, like Rick's daughter is really woke and she's she said well you can't wear that because you're you're what they're called a white passerby i'm like what i mean these people make up these buzzwords and i'm like did you know that i grew up in a predominantly white neighborhood and people used to make fun of me that i was brown skin you know black hair that you know call me beaner all the time you know like did she understand like what it just it boggles my mind that they love to use these buzzwords as racist. You're racist. And by the way, you know, I, when I first started the show, they called me a racist because I was married to Michael at the time. And there was a, a football, a basketball player that was hitting on me and I was talking to him. And they, when I came out of the nice guy, they asked me, do you like black guys? There was a paparazzi waiting yeah. outside. And, and I said, no. Like, and it had nothing to do with, you know, I thought I was going to get in trouble. I was married. I mean, I don't date, you know, I think it was, it was, it was, and then, then they called me a racist because I said, I don't date black guys. Do you think it was a setup? It was, I think it was a setup. And do you, yeah, it was a total setup. And then, uh, you know, it's like, if somebody said, do you, do you date Asians? No, I've never dated Asians. Doesn't mean I'm, I'm, I, I don't like Asians. You know, I just, these, it's, it, I have a lot of black friends. I have a lot of, of Asian friends. I have a lot of, Every color around the rainbow. I'm very worldly. I lived in Hong Kong. I, I, it's, it was an easy way for people to criticize you or, or come after you. That's what it was. It was just an easy way for them to, to, to come after you. That hat was a, 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 joke. a gift. You wore it for 10 seconds. I can guarantee you, Lisa, she's never worn that hat again. She wouldn't have worn it again, I don't think. That hat was made seven years ago. That hat, my girlfriend had that hat seven years ago. Seven years ago, that hat was made. Yeah. That hat was trademarked seven but years ago. The point and is it had you... nothing to do with Black Lives Matter. But yet, but I no still think it's funny. To... <laughs> I mean, I, I, I think it's do? funny. Like, I, I, it's a joke. People need to take a joke. Everyone needs to but lighten up. But that's, but that's the problem of where we are today is everything is so woke. Everyone is so sensitive. You know, Rick, we talked about sort of the ratings taking uh, a nosedive. But we all saw Real Housewives of New York just completely imploded because the entire last season was so woke just shoving all the micro all this crap down our throats like rick do you think the executives at bravo are you know putting it together of okay you know we're injecting all these left-wing ideology down people's throats when they're just trying to have a good time and veg out maybe that's why the ratings are are taking a nosedive do do you think they figured it out they, I, they must have by now. And, and I had heard something before this current season that they were not going to, they were going to avoid bringing politics back into the mix because they saw what happened. They, right. They, I mean, they saw, they saw how badly it hurt them, all that political talk and all that BLM stuff and all the, you know, the woke stuff. And, um, and that, that this is supposed to be an entertainment show and they, they shouldn't be worried about informing people or trying to change people's minds about things. I, I don't know. All I know is that, that Kelly was and, a real, and, I was a real housewife. She was a real housewife. She remains a real house. My, my real wife, she, she's not afraid to speak her mind. 
And she's, she's, she comes from a very good place. She's got the biggest heart of anyone I know. She's a warm, wonderful, loving, giving person. Uh, and, and, and I, it hurts me to see her criticized or called out for just for, for, for saying things that people are thinking, but don't think you're allowed to say out loud. And, you know, that's the beauty of, of Kelly. She, she's got no filter and she says what's on her mind and, and it's gotten her in trouble. But that's what's sad is that in our climate, you're not allowed to say or to have any kind of feelings. You have to go like everybody's scared to be uh, on these shows now. They can't say what they feel. And you're not allowed to say anything that isn't toward their narrative or else you'll get punished. You'll get fined. You'll get fired. I mean, just I'm the prime example. That doesn't sound very real then. No. Quick break and then all the questions you've ever wanted to know about the housewives. Stay tuned. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Two-thirds of Americans are at risk to experience a blackout. You could be one of them, sitting in the dark and cold for hours, for days, maybe even weeks. Are you ready to protect your family? You could be with the Patriot Power Solar Generator 2000X. Folks say this new solar generator from Four Patriots is worth its weight in gold. Why? Because this generator has double the capacity and is expandable so you can run the big appliances like your fridge even longer or other devices like an electric blanket, microwave, RV air conditioner, or even an electric wheelchair. You also get 12 outlets, including four AC outlets so you can power more devices at once. And two USB-C outlets, which can charge your phone 20 times faster than a regular plug. Best of all, this new solar generator is fume-free, safe to use inside, and never needs gas ever. Over 150,000 Americans trust Patriot power generators. Go to 4patriots.com slash Lisa to get your solar generator now. You'll even get a solar panel included free. Go to 4patriots.com slash Lisa. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Kelly, do you think Bravo gets it that, you know, maybe, you know, we're pushing all these woke policies, woke ideologies, ratings aren't doing so great? Do you think they get it? I hope they get it. I, I, I hope they understand that not everybody that watches Bravo is gay and transgender and like, you know, that there are a lot of people that are conservatives, 
you know, tuning in and watching. Well, there are conservative gays and conservative transgenders too. Yeah. And, and, and a lot of them have come out in, in support they, of but, you. But they, they do. And, but they think that their whole, you know, people are, you know, like Andy Cohen said, people are DME. There's a boycott. There's this, there's that, because they're listening to that small, loud group of people that are woke broke. But, you know, it's like, it's just so frustrating and, and irritating to me that we are flipping into commun- socialism, communists. It's just, you know, if you're getting censored, uh, you know, I got shadow banned from Twitter. Uh, I got shadow banned from, uh, from uh, Instagram. Instagram. You know what I love is he gets thousands of comments on her posts. And I love when people write and say, I don't agree with everything you say, but I, but I love you and support you. And I, and I appreciate that you're willing to, to say what you think, that you're willing to speak your mind. She gets those all the time. Yeah, but you know, it's like why can't we have a, a difference of agreement? Like why I can of listen of, of opinion. Why I I listen to people all the time, and I I'm not saying I'm right, but why can't you respect others' opinions and and outlooks on things? I, I just it it's so frustrating and it's so disheartening to see that you know I I got punished for being real. I totally agree. And before I want to give you guys a chance to talk about a lot of the things you're working on. But before we do, I, I've got to ask you just like basic questions about the show. I asked some of my girlfriends things that they want to know. So, Kelly, I just want to go through some of these questions about, you know, just kind of how the show works and just basic, you know, behind the scenes type stuff. Kelly, how scripted is the show? It's not scripted. It's uh, produced. So, you know, when, when you know, you'll, you'll do a scene and then the next time you do another scene, they'll be like, okay, this is what happened. Let's talk about this. So they'll give you talking points. They won't say, Hey, say this or do this, but they'll bring up what happened in reminder of, you know, of, of that, but it's not scripted. It's just, it's produced. So like, like, uh, like Shannon the other day, I go, why didn't she say this and this? She goes, I did, but they didn't edit it in there. You know, it, it's not like it's fully reality, obviously, because uh, I got censored. But it's not scripted. It's not like you, you're reading from, from lines. And Do they ever tell you you can't say certain things? No. Uh-uh. But if they don't like them, they'll edit it out. Yeah. They don't have to include anything. Right. That's fair. But they've, no, they've never told me. You know, if, if I'm sitting on, you know, in a confessional and I'm sitting there and I'm, you know, they'll be like, can you say it like this? They'll give me two ways of like rewording it or saying it again. But then if I don't want to, I don't have to. I'll be like, hey, I'm not saying that. Like, for and instance, then, they wanted yeah. me to talk about Shannon's cooking. Right. They're like, because I threw the, it away and they're like, say it was disgusting. I'm like, well, it wasn't disgusting. I, I didn't want to eat it. Do they ever make you reshoot scenes? Yes, they do. They make you reshoot. Yes, I've had that happen maybe mm, five times where they didn't get the audio clear. Oh, they'll make you do pickups like where they you, they didn't hear you correctly, and then they'll you know they'll reshoot something that they didn't get. Yeah, they'll they'll have you reshoot things. Yeah. Do you think the editing process is fair? I do. I think I think the editing process is fair. But they can they can pick favorites. They they can they can make one person look better and another person look worse if they want to. And they, and they do that yeah. on occasion. 
um, right? Because- well, yeah. So like like Gina, so like Gina has gone away with her behavior for four years. Now they're just now showing it. She went after Elizabeth Vargas hardcore when we were on there, and they never showed it. They made her look like an angel. They made her look good. And it was really frustrating to see. So, yeah, I think they do play favorites. How long do the confessionals take? Oh, my God. that I think it's like, I think the confessionals are like 50% of the show. No, but how long? You sit there for hours. Oh, I sit there for hours. So I'll go in like around 8 in the morning, and I'll get out of there about 5. You have hair and makeup. Yeah. And then you'd sit there. And there, I mean... We're, we're in there at least once a week, once we're done finishing, once or twice then, a week. And then how do you prepare for the reunions? Because those are always, you know, very fiery. Everyone's sort of at each other's throats. H- how do you prepare for it? How long do they take? Take us through sort of, you know, reunions and the whole process behind it. Well, you know, you, for instance, like Andy Cohen, I knew Andy Cohen was going to come after me for, he's like, you know, you really didn't do anything on the show, but your social media was, atrocious and like blah, blah. I knew he was going to come after me. So, you know, I wasn't going to let him, you know, bully me. I wasn't, I I wasn't going to do that. I was, even if I, even if I I wasn't going to suck up to him, I I was going to stay true to myself. I was going to, you know, I wanted to have dignity. I wanted to be real. And obviously they didn't like it. And so I prepared myself for him coming after me. I, I actually helped. Kelly before the last reunion um, because, you know, because I just, as, as a, as her husband, as a journalist, as some, I, I tr- obviously tracked the show and I knew there were key points that she was going to have to be ready for. And so I, I talked to her about it and we went through some stuff together. And, you know, obviously I was only there for, for the last reunion. We weren't together before that. That was part of it. Right. Uh, so you watch, you watch the show and then you take notes and then you, you know, kind of like you, practice of what you think they're going to ask you and you have to have a rebuttal. You were in there on your own for what? You know, it was like 12 hours. And you're, you're, you're sitting there for 12 hours. It's exhausting. It's like, and you're getting like bombarded and, 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 and attacked and from all angles. And it's like, it's like you're in a fight. How are you friends with people after that? Because you know, I've watched a lot of the, re- I mean, there's a lot of low blows and it gets pretty vicious. Is it hard to walk out of that and you'd be friends with some of these people and shoot well, with them again? Yeah, well, it was, it was really hard to be friends with Vicky and Tamara um, after those shows. But, you know, we spent so much time together and we really did have a good friendship. I didn't talk to them for a couple of years. And I, I think it was like, you know, time heals all wounds. And we we just got to an understanding of, hey, we really enjoyed ourselves. You know, a lot of it, you know, was for a TV show. We really like each other. Let's, you know, let's let's be friends again. So, you know, like I'm good friends with Shannon. You know, we have a lot of we had a lot of uh, of issues and problems. And but, you know, we're really good friends. You know, we talk on the phone for hours and hours and hours and. We just hung out with, with Shannon and John on Saturday. We, we had a great time together. Right. So, you know, I, I'm friends with them. We've spent years together. And and you talk to Tamara all the time, too, and I, Vicky. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. yeah. Although Shannon really got picked on this season pretty badly. She did. She got really picked. And, you know, she came into the season going, you know, I've been working so hard for, I think she's been on for eight years. She's like, I'm going to let the new girls work. You know, she's like, I'm going to sit back, have a good time. I mean, she went in with, like, a positive attitude. 
she had no idea they were going to come after her the way they the way they did. It's hard to watch. Heather Dubrow can push all this woke stuff and it's like celebrated. So it's like she right. gets to be, you know, she gets to exercise freedom of speech and, and you know, say what she wants. Right. And she gets to say, oh, yeah, exactly. She gets to exercise their narrative. Right. But as soon as somebody's against their narrative, they get fired. It's such hypocrisy. It's it's uh, unbelievable. And so you guys are working on a bunch of different stuff. You have a, a, a podcast. You have a, a morning news show. Uh, you're flipping houses. You know, talk about, uh, you know, Rick, talk about some of the projects uh, you guys are working on. And, and then I want to hear from Kelly before we go. We've been doing a couple of podcasts um, a week now. We, we have one on Patreon.com. Uh, it was called Rick and Kelly Unmasked, but we just dropped the Unmasked because we're so sick of masks. We're sick of talking about them. And so it's just, it, we're, 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 we're moving on. We're the <laughs> Enough of the show. masks. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We're, the, we're the Rick and Kelly show on Patreon, and we have a Rick and Kelly show on YouTube. We do RHOC recaps. We're going to start recapping Beverly Hills. And we also do other stuff. We do medical segments and uh, fashion, and Kelly does fashion and makeup stuff. And, and we just did a workout video. We're going to start tracking our progress and losing some weight. But um, we're also working on um, a potential morning show for an unnamed network. Um, we want to do an hour like Regis and Kelly, but it'll be Rick and Kelly, um, you know, creative and smart and informative and compelling. You know, we just we just have great chemistry together and love working together. And, and we, we I think we have some really cool, interesting stories to share. You know, not just about stuff happening in the world around us, but in our own world, just, you know, our, the stuff that we're doing. I think people can relate to it. Um, and, and just they relate to Kelly being so real and fresh and unfiltered. And we're also we're, we're remodeling a house in the desert. And we have a production company that reached out that's putting us as a reel together to do like a, a flipping show. Um, we're hopeful on that. You know, in the meantime, we're, we're just we're having fun together. We're doing our shows every week and we're we're traveling and we're working on our house. I, I'm loving life out here in California. It's, it's, it's awesome. Kelly, anything else you want to add? Be, be Anything you want to leave us with before we go? I'm glad that Bravo gave me a platform and an opportunity. Uh, I'm, I'm happy that I stuck to my guns. And I stayed true to myself. And uh, I'm kind of happy that the ratings suck this year. <laughs> 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 because they put so much emphasis on me ruining the show saying that, you know, I, uh, uh, that people boycotted the show and, you know, it was all lies and they believed it and they made me feel bad about myself. So, um, it, you know, all good, you know, all good things come to an end. They, they suffer, yeah. they suffer when they let you go, but I know that you appreciated your time there. I you did. had a terrific experience. Right. Um, and, and, you know, it, Time to move on, you know, and I'm okay. I'm okay with it. And I'm I'm actually happy to work with Rick. And I know good things are, you know, in the the funnel and I just hope something sticks. Yeah. And, you know, we're just we have great chemistry together. So I I just I'm I'm hopeful for the future. Can I just say one other thing, Lisa? Uh, I, I spent 24 years at Fox News Channel and I have great friends there. And, um, I, I just I felt really bad about what happened in Ukraine, and I don't want to change the tone of the interview, but I did feel so awful for for Ben Hall. Uh, I know he has a family; he's a brave guy. I just I, I feel for him, and, and I wish him and his family the best during his recovery and readjustment. And and I I worked with Pierre Zakchewski, the cameraman who was killed, and I I loved that guy. He was an amazing, uh, chill, and brave 
dude who who worked so hard. He, he was he was committed to the craft, and he was just you know whenever I see him, it was a smile and a hug, and 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 I I spent time with him in war zones in Afghanistan and elsewhere, and I just. I can't even believe what happened. I feel awful about it. And I just know that, you know, that that's a dangerous job. And, you know, had I still been at Fox, I could have been there with them. And, and, you know, I, I respect what they do and I, and I feel awful about what happened to them. Um, but, but moving on from news and, and being able to do shows with Kelly and, and, and focus on our lives together has been a blessing. And for the folks at home, you know, pray for Pierre's family and Benjamin Hall is still recovering. So pray for him. I've always had immense amount of respect for him. He's a tremendous reporter. I don't know him personally, but I've always respected him. So pray for him as he, you know, continues his journey towards recovery. Rick and Kelly Leventhal, thanks so much for joining me. Kelly, I was always a fan of you on the show. I think you did a great job. So I think you can keep your head up high and keeping it it real. So thanks so much for joining, guys. I really appreciate it. This was fun. Thank you, Lisa. Thanks for the opportunity. Thanks so much for listening, guys. I'm going to try to get you know, a bunch of different types of uh, guests on the show, get different perspectives, people from different walks of life. Just kind of keep things interesting, mix it up a little bit. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you keep enjoying it. You can always listen to The Truth with Lisa Booth on the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. I'd really appreciate it if you wouldn't mind and going and rating us five stars, maybe leaving us a review. If you don't mind sharing with your friends. And if you liked this conversation, tune in for Thursday's interview. It's going to be with my friend, Dave Rubin. We're going to talk about his journey from being a liberal to a conservative. And now he's fighting the good fight. And he's also another fellow Floridian down here with me. So please share this episode and and the rest of them. I appreciate you guys watching. And thank you to my producer, John Cassio. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Two-thirds of Americans are at risk to experience a blackout. Are you ready to protect your family? You could be with the Patriot Power Solar Generator 2000X. This new solar generator has double the capacity and is expandable so you can run the big appliances like your fridge even longer. Best of all, this new solar generator is fume-free, safe to use inside, and never needs gas ever. Over 150,000 Americans trust Patriot Power Generators. Go to 4patriots.com Lisa to get your solar generator now. You'll even get a solar panel included free. Go to 4patriots.com Lisa. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.
Nobody wants to outlive their money, but it happens, especially for women. That's why Gainbridge offers the Parity Flex annuity, designed for women's unique retirement needs, with flexible withdrawals plus a guaranteed lifetime income benefit that keeps paying you even if your account balance is zero. Gainbridge is helping build a better financial future for women. Retirement income you can't outlive is the ultimate flex. Start saving now at Gainbridge.io. Visit Gainbridge.io slash ParityFlex for current rates, full product disclosures and disclaimers, and other important information.